as I just said to the children, that today is our last Sunday in the Bread of Life chapter in the Gospel of John. I hope that you all have had as an exciting journey through the Gospel of John as I have this summer. Imagine a church, imagine a church that grows from a dozen members to well over 5,000 people. Enthusiastic members. Miracles happening every day. The whole city is talking about it. And then one morning, the preacher preaches one sermon. A short little sermon. Bam. The congregation is back to 12 original people. Listen for the word of God as it comes to us from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 56 to 69. Those who eat of my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate and they died, but the one who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but among you there are some who do not believe. Jesus knew from the first who were the ones that did not believe and who was the one that would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by the Father. Because of this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Jesus had developed a huge, huge following. We're talking huge. Can you imagine 5,000 men not counting the women and children? I can too. There you go. After that, the people wanted to grab Jesus and make him their king and march to Jerusalem and have a big victory parade. And that's about where I left you all off before a vacation. What in the world is going on today? It was then that Jesus ducked out and he and his men sailed a boat across to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. 
And the next morning, his determined fans tracked him down. And instead of feeding them breakfast, Jesus preaches a short, short sermon where he tells them, I am the bread of life. And the people were bewildered. Their stomachs were growling. Their blood sugars were getting low. Their mouths were watering for bread and for fish. What did I am the bread of life mean? The crowd, it started to grumble. And as the day went on, most of them quit the church, so to speak. Even even some of the 70, most of the 70 disappeared. That Jesus had sent out his missionaries who had done healing. They left. And Jesus looked around after all was said and done. At the end of the day, only the original 12 remained. The text this morning really is just, just the beginning. Today is a beginning. In just about a week, in the biblical text, all these men would leave. They would all become afraid. All would drop out of sight. They, they would all disappear because they were afraid of for their lives in just a short week. But there's still good news. All were called by God. All were personally invited by Christ. All answered the call. And they walked with Jesus every single day for three days, for three years. All really became incredible leaders. They all did. With Peter as the spokesperson, when so many others turned away, these 12 men stayed with Jesus. They stayed with him all the way to the Last Supper at Passover. From all appearances, they looked like disciples, but 1 Samuel 16, 7 says, The Lord does not look at things that man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Jesus is teaching us what it will mean to have a heart of a disciple. Peter speaks it best for us and all, all the world, really, when Jesus asks, Do you wish to go away? And Simon Peter answers, Lord, to whom can we go? Listen to what Peter confesses for the entire group and for the world. You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Peter knew it, just like we know it. Believe it, that, that Jesus was and is who he said he was. Peter trusted and heard the whisper of God and listened to the word, not the world. Then Jesus lifted up. The words I have spoken, the words I have spoken to you are spirit and their life. When you and I are forced to choose between God's call and God's word and that of the world, whose side do we choose? For you and I are defined by our choices choices that we make. Today, Jesus asks the question, do you wish to go away? What path will you choose? The worldly path or Christ's path? Choosing the world, I can assure you, you you will arrive at a dead end. 
a dead end of broken hearts and broken families, broken lives and broken dreams. None of us have the strength to stand against the world on our own. And that's why a disciple has to live, has to live by the Spirit. By the Spirit, not by the power of the flesh. Jesus said the Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. When I hold a confirmation class, I hold a confirmation class there, one of the many things that I teach are the sacraments and what they mean to us. I teach them, and, and you all know this already, in our two sacraments, the one of baptism and the one of communion, it all begins with prayer and ends with the Spirit resting on the water or the elements. There's a call and a response. The Spirit enlivens the elements and it brings them to life, brings those elements to life. And Jesus wants to make sure that you and I know the fundamental difference between the world here and the world of Jesus Christ. Jesus calls us to live by the Spirit and by the Word, not to live in the flesh and by the world, but we must respond. We must respond. Respond in faith. And that faith rests upon the knowledge of Christ. If we know Christ, then we know love. But as Paul said, if anyone has all the faith as to move mountains but doesn't have love, they have nothing. Jesus calls on us to respond, to choose to live Jesus' way, to begin a new journey, to take a new path, try a new ministry. Friends, today is a new day. Today is a new day. Have any of you ever thought, I can't stand up in front and help lead worship? Have any of you ever thought, I can't join the choir because I can't sing? Have you ever thought, I can't join a committee? I can't serve on a board? Oh my, I can't, I can't, I can't. If you are fed by the Spirit, my friends, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, you can do anything. Remember, if God is for you, who can be against you? You have been baptized in the Spirit of God and fed by God's Son. We gather today, today, to celebrate a new beginning. I call this First Presbyterian Church's New Year. This is the first day of the new year. Are you ready? Are you ready? 121 days. It's going to be Christmas. Just thought I'd let you know. In just two weeks, we will begin what will become a new adventure in learning as we begin our first learning center classes together. We'll begin our life groups as we explore new and exciting subjects. Friends, there are new and exciting subjects at our fingertips. We'll begin First Friday celebrations and gathering nights. Yeah, that First Friday night where we're going to have fellowship and fun, movies. Our Sunday school is getting into high gear. A new PKW program awaits. Our choir is back in full swing. In fact, they've got the cantata already. They're practicing it. They've listened to it. And let's not forget about the men's Bible study and the women's Bible study. Men's Bible study on Wednesdays. 
women's Bible studies on Tuesday. In these new beginnings, we must turn away from ourselves, our daily distractions, and trust, turn to Jesus Christ. We cannot afford to be distracted because Jesus is calling each and every one of us. He was and is the voice for the voiceless. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He will show you and me and us the way. He will guide us. He will walk with us. He will help us. He will protect us. And he will watch over all of us. He defines who we are. He is our friend. What better definition is there? God gave us the precious gift of life. God gave us the gift of love. God showed that love in the gift of the Son. And it's in faith that we realize that God is love and gives love and our lives meaning. God gives us a new beginning, a new beginning. And my friends, today, let that new beginning start. Amen. Thank you.